Yeah, no, you're welcome to do whatever you want. If you want to say some other dumb thing, that's fine, too. All right, uh, you are listening to Being Jim Davis. Bawoosh. My name is Ethan, and I am Jim how Davis. Tr- how true that is. My name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. John, it's Thursday, October 9th, 1980, and today we're reading the 844th ever Garfield strip. John, what happens today in Garfield? In today's Garfield, the 844th for October 9th, 1980, Oh, we're still doing this window thing. Okay. We're still doing this window thing. Um, the Garfield, the Garfield shade, not blind trilogy is coming to a conclusion today. It's like a burrito cat trilogy, whatever you want to, um, (laughs) burrito cat trilogy (laughs) sounds pretty good. I I like burrito (laughs) cat trilogy. I think it's a good word. Um, Okay. So, in the first panel, um, John um, has his has his he is grasping um, the um, the ring to pull the shade down, um, and he is saying, "I'll get you out, Garfield." But we could already tell. Look at John's face here. Yeah, there is there is some very very clear scheming going on here uh, yeah he knows what's happening here he yeah. knows what he's doing yeah because if he was really being enthusiastic about it he, he'd he'd probably like open his eyes but no mm-hmm. he is um so you know listeners and, and this is a a common john trope i feel <laughs> he, he he typically has his eyes just closed like 75 percent of the way mm-hmm. um in this expression of just like yeah indifference um and here his his eyes do not change at all um, the only thing that changes is his mouth which is now open in a a sinister smile and can you can you talk a little bit about a uh, Garfield's expression here because yes i would love to talk about Garfield's expression because i find it delightful uh <laughs> Which is which is also the name of that expression. Garfield is delighted um, in 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 this sequence of events. He clearly is naively uh, assuming that John's intentions are pure, and that he is about to be uh, rescued from this uh, predicament, um, which he is. But you know, albeit in a, a, a way that he did not <laughs> expect. <laughs> Um, um, and I really like that that expression. It's like almost like a childlike yeah. wonder. It almost it almost kind of makes you smile, you know, because if if somebody with a heart that cold <laughs> and, <laughs> and cruel, as as we saw in um, in October sixth's panel, mm-hmm. um, is able to you know smile like that, you know what's what's stopping us. Um, and yeah. you'd also think, though, Garfield should know better. He's a schemer. He has schemed 
many a time um, in this comic. And, um, you know, th this is, there is such blatant, um, you know, like, like facial language um, on John right now that should be a dead giveaway to, to anybody mm -hmm. who has schemed in the past. Um, but somehow, and maybe it's because Garfield in his desperation doesn't care how he's going to get out or doesn't, care, yeah. you know, uh, the price he has to pay. Go on. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I, uh, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, it seemed like you had more to say. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was going to say, maybe, maybe this is because, um, it, you know, it's printed on like a daily basis. So like, uh, readers might have forgotten what happened last strip, but I, they, they kind of threw away the bit where, where, where Garfield was, was, was threatening John. Well, but then again, that was also a thought he had. So John had no way of, of, of internalizing that. So yeah, in, in the, in the last panel of the last comic, um, Garfield makes a little like come hither motion to John and says, come a little closer mm -hmm. and ask that again yeah a classic come hither mm -hmm. interaction between john and garfield not as flirtatious as mm -hmm. it usually is no nope. um i i yeah i kind of want to go back to what you said about uh john being oblivious to the threat because i i kind of get a slightly different read on this one no i'm not mm -hmm. going to say you're completely full of oh, shit yeah. no but, no no i'm but i think I, I i i detect like a certain amount of awareness on the part of john yeah um there often seems to be this unspoken like telepathic almost mm -hmm. like link between them where like you know and, and it's never consistent like mm -hmm. you know some some days it seems like john can kind of understand garfield and other days it seems like he's completely oblivious yeah. to what garfield's thinking but here um like john's decided course of action here at the first panel Along with the like slightly, uh, slightly raised eyelids and that mm -hmm. like dopey smirk almost yeah. that he's got, like, kind of reads to me like he is re he's reacting to Garfield and is like, okay, I'm gonna give this guy a, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> cause him physical harm, and it's gonna be funny, you know, yeah, because he yeah. he tried to do the same, yeah, and and also you know Garfield communicated. Um, you know, with body language to the, the come hither. Motion. Yeah. The, the body the raised, uh, and, and men, men beckoning forefinger <laughs> what in index paw digit. Whatever hey, you call it. hey. hey. and we've just been joined, uh, by Christopher winter who hey. apparently has not abandoned the show. Uh, so I mean, that's cool. John, I'm here to announce that I'm abandoning the show. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, how's what, your what dog? You guys, what are you guys up to? Times. You guys talking about Garfield? Yeah. How's, how's your dog? We did yeah, not yeah. mention. How's, how's your dog doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you haven't talked about this on air? No. We talked a little bit off We air. didn't have time. There was too much Garfield to talk about. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping that this would be like a... Um, you know, multi-episode arc where people would be really worried about my dog and then find out that he was fine. I could still do that in the show notes. We could, we could, yeah. we could abbreviate that. <laughs> Just the last, uh... 
it's last fine. time on uh, <laughs> being Jim Davis. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. um okay. So for the benefit of listeners, my dog George McFly ate a grape earlier this evening, <laughs> and apparently grapes are poison for dogs. And we had to go to the emergency vet and have vomiting induced, um, which took them three different kinds of like drug vomit drug dosages and two hundred and fifty dollars. Even though he barfs all the time for free, <laughs> <laughs> he's just giving it away for free. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm concerned now that he knows he can charge for vomiting, that every time he barfs on our floor in the future, we will get a bill. Yeah, I, I swear the, the medical industry is is just run running amok. These it is a real concern. Two hundred and fifty dollars for something that could be done homeopathically. Right? <laughs> he could have barfed just a tiny minuscule amount. Um he, yeah, we were real worried. Seems like it's going to be fine. That's Apparently good. we're irresponsible dog owners for allowing him near a grape. Um, so you didn't know that that was a thing? No, we knew it was a thing. Look, okay. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't want to throw my wife under the bus here. She was eating some grapes, and she dropped one on the floor, and he immediately swooped in and, and ate it. Okay, so that um, was like, you know, it, it was just a, a, a mistake. I could yeah, I no, we didn't you. deliberately feed him grapes. <laughs> um, um, I can tell you, I used to have a white lab, and his immune system was a tank. Um, he <laughs> he ate um, an entire bar of milk chocolate. <laughs> he he didn't die. <laughs> After 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 that happened, I was convinced um, nothing could kill him. Um, mm. and, Just started uh, throwing him out of airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> Just to demonstrate. He, he, would, he would, knowing him, he would. Just so he could feel something. <laughs> a, a dog that angered the gods themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's. I don't know. I don't know. He was thousands of years old. (laughs) He was like, why can't I die? All is dust before me. Life is meaningless. Um, Oh, my God. He's like that. um, What's that episode of like Futurama where like Bender like drifts out into space and then like you find out that like like God is like the universe that's like my dog has just like <laughs> in a desperate attempt to like die at some at some point just like goes out into space but can't. Mm. Dog, dog becomes universe is a solid concept for a dog, work of fiction. Dog becomes god. Dog becomes god. Your dog was one of the Lovecraftian ancient ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty um, sure he's not that far removed from uh, Cthulhu. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so Garfield. <laughs> I was real embarrassed. Very briefly, I don't know if you yeah. all have ever taken your dog to the emergency vet in the middle of the night on Friday to have his. Not uh, my dog, no. Have vomit induced. Yeah, I, we were sitting yeah. there like, man, 
in a few years, we could be taking our son here to have his stomach pumped. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's, it's cheaper than I like than that hidden in that is the implication that, that's, that's that, true. That, that, that when your son becomes a, a, a raging substance abuser in his teenage years, uh-huh. well, roll, you'll be taking family, him Sean. to an animal hospital. <laughs> well, their service was excellent, and honestly, like 250 yeah. not that um <laughs> It's Honestly, like, they probably would not have to charge as much for a person because, yeah. like, a person can like vomit on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Do they, do, they like, do, they do, do they do delivery? <laughs> <laughs> They'll just come to your house and make you vomit. It's a great service. There's an app. Um, it's like going to the dent. Like you know when you go to the dentist and like maybe you've even been lying to yourself about how good your your tooth care regimen is but like you get in that chair and they know and you cannot lie it was a little like that because they came out and they're like would you like us to tell you everything your dog vomited (laughs) in addition to the grape as if they even have to (laughs) in addition to the grape he's eaten a whole chicken a lot of dog food several earbuds like a, a yard of cloth a, another smaller dog that was vomiting up some chocolate <laughs> and an original copy of the Magna Carta. <laughs> Mint condition. The still store, in its little historians, bag. It's, it's, yeah, still in, still in the cellophane, cellophane the, bag, the cellophane that, bag that they sell Magna Cartas in. Uh, first edition. Was it, was it, was it, was it the uh, embossed version? God, that's like, like, that's the, like, like the, with the rare, like the die cut yeah. cover. Yeah. God, that's you know, like, John, a lot of people think that the original Magna Carta was self self titled. It wasn't. It was published in an issue of Detective Comics. <laughs> did they ha- did did they have an episode zero or an <laughs> issue zero of the Mag- Magna Carta? <laughs> the promotional version. To do the backstory. <laughs> God, you're 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 lucky. My dog got sick and he just threw up the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they found. That, that still seems pretty know. good. Yeah. That's how they found the uh, the Gospel of Judas recently. <laughs> it's amazing what dogs, you know, those old Coptic manuscripts. Mm-hmm. Dogs root through the. Sorry, were you guys talking about Garfield? Did I interrupt? <laughs> so um, this this um, this trilogy is actually closely related to um, what we've just been discussing. Um, because the um, the the blind that Garfield is stuck in somewhere. Oh fuck! He's stuck in itself. blinds again. Oh God. no, he's not. He's stuck in a window shade. Oh yeah, oh, right, right. It's a completely right. different thing. Yeah, um, yeah, the shade the shade he is stuck in somewhat resembles a scroll. So we're not totally <laughs> diverging. <laughs> Garfield um, will someday be an important historical yeah. document. You remember, yeah, you remember a few months ago when Garfield got stuck in an original copy of the Gnostic Gospels? <laughs> you know I did. It was hilarious. Oh and it really made you think. <laughs> many of these, many of these strips do. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'm always constantly surprised at what we tease out of these. Yeah. I, oh, I you... know it's not like our, you know, our analytical talent. It's all, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's all there in the text, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chris, well, Chris, I mean, you haven't um, you haven't been here for the last few, but um, there is some important um, 
symbolism that uh, that we need to catch you up on. Uh -oh. I'm excited to see where this is going to go today. Yeah, the um, okay. the shadows on the wall. Um, uh -huh. Do you do you have that uh, that link opened like all the Garfield strips? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the the one for this the ones for this week. I'm looking at this week right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the shadows on the wall, the way that they slant, um, is used to kind of indicate um, the relative power of the characters in the strip. Oh, at the very oh, yeah, end, this okay. is a new take, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like slightly yeah. different than anything we've no, ever I'm come looking, up I'm with. I'm looking back Monday. Yeah. yeah, this makes a great deal of yeah. sense. Yeah, so, well, so we, yeah, because we established in, um, you know, uh, a, a few days ago on uh, yeah. October 6th, 1980, um, that, um, and in that, in that first panel, Garfield's yeah. Yeah, no, Garfield more power. That um, totally makes sense. And so the shadow goes down from him to Odie. Mm -hmm. And then in the last panel, it goes up from the smoldering remains of Odie uh, yeah. back up to Garfield. Hashtag smoldering Odie. <laughs> yeah, Odie is messed up. They're going to have to take him to the vet and get him <laughs> induced vomiting. Yeah, he, he ate a grape in between panels two and three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in this trilogy, um, we have mm -hmm. the very in the very first um, panel on October 7th, um, yeah. John is established as having power. Uh, yeah. Garfield is established as not having power. Uh, right. And then in the second one, second installment in the trilogy, um, now Garfield is the one at the kind of top of this shade slope. Um, so we, mm. this, um, we get an unspoken conflict there. You know, both of them obviously can't be the ones in power. One of them has to, um, has to win out. Um, and that's what we're going to see in, in this installment. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna assume you guys have already brought Michel Foucault into the mix here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Naturally, yeah. We, yeah. We, 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 I don't yeah. want I don't want to rehash old stuff. You probably spent a lot <laughs> you know, of time discussing the works of Michel Foucault on Tuesday. We don't have to go over it again. We, I'm we, sure you I'm sure you'll have an original take. Yeah, um, I, I did talk a little bit about um, uh, the Greek myth of Prometheus and how that yeah. um, blend, <clears throat> blended into. Uh, um, October sixth is October six sixes. Monday. Monday. Yes. Monday. Um, okay. No, this is very convenient, not just for me, but also for any listeners who started listening midway yeah, through yeah. Thursday. This this will be a longer one, listeners. But um... listeners, we're not going to fix this up in post. <laughs> well. Oh no, 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 we won't. Okay, so you're Chris, editing this week, like, right? So, I'd prefer not to. Yeah, so Chris, um, welcome. Um, we all talk, would prefer not to. <laughs> do you want to talk about the uh, second panel? Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to move on to panel two. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, let's, hear we'll, more, let's hear more wanna, about panel one, John. Okay. All right. So I just want to point out, I just want to uh -huh. point out John Arbuckle's hand. <laughs> I really like the way it's drawn in this one. He's got the, so he's, he's clutching the window pulley with uh -huh. his thumb and index finger and his yep. other two fingers. John is a cartoon character, so he only has four fingers. Um, his other two fingers are like straight pointed straight out ahead. Mm -hmm. It's like and that so okay sign. Just a really, really nice, nicely rendered human hand there. Not something we see, see all that often from, yeah, from Jim yeah. Davis. Um, it looks like already, a hand. 
you guys already discussed panel one at what I'm assuming is great length. So can I take it as read that we've already talked about how perverse it is that John's uh, window blind there is is uh, oriented underhand? Oh, like the the blind comes down on the inside rather than the outside. Oh yeah, I didn't. You know, um, all decent and well-adjusted people place their window blinds so that it comes out on the outside. We do the same with toilet paper. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know that that is the preferred method for toilet paper. I guess I haven't really thought about blinds as extensively as you have. I feel like preferred um, is not strong enough, John. If we, if we know anything correct. about John Arbuckle, though... Um, and we do. He's not very competent. <laughs> <laughs> John is John is It's taken him 3 days okay. to get his cat out of the window okay. blind. Okay. Okay. Uh, is is there something weird going on here like yes, the cat is stuck in the window shade. <laughs> the cat thing. is stuck in the window shade. Right. Oh. I know, but the previous four panels in which Garfield was stuck in the window shade and looked like window a burrito shade. cat. Thank you. Yes. Um it, Hashtag it actually burrito cat. like he's actually all the way wrapped up in it, but in yeah. this one Somehow the blind is still poking out from behind him, mm. even though he's fully encapsulated. So this is like a complete, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a mind fuck no here. Like, the, what yeah. sort? What is the geometry of this window shade? Yeah, Jim Jim Davis did not pay. Like Garfield should be rotated a little bit, mm. um, because because John has pulled <laughs> should, the blind. Like what? Like I don't even know what's going on inside that tube, that blind tube. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't <laughs> no, think I want to. <laughs> no, you don't. I like to. I like to picture it as being like an enormous space somehow. Yeah. It, you know, like, like bigger like on the a, inside like a, like than it is on the outside type situation. Yeah, yeah like Where, like Garfield, oh. like there's a whole ecosystem going on in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a microecology. Yeah. The window. Yeah. No, John, no, no, no. There's nothing micro about it in my in my yeah. telling. John, like, it's a universe the next, inside. The there. next, the next, mm. next is John like freaking out when he realizes that his um his house is a quarter of an inch um bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> yeah, this um, this this comic is full of spatial anomalies. Um <laughs> it's um it's one of those things that makes Garfield in some way um an understated masterpiece of horror. <laughs> or Jim Davis is lazy and not good at drawing. You know, I'll take the charitable interpretation. Okay, two things really quickly. Number one, just terminolo- terminologically, John, you've been pushing window shade as the correct thing here. John Arbuckle says blinds in panel two of Tuesday's strip. Yeah, I said. Sub- Are I they su- blinds? Are they shades? I, What's I going submit, on? I submit that that is a, a false premise. If we know okay. anything about John Arbuckle, a, he's a, competent. <laughs> I mean, look, do a Google image search for window blinds. Do you get anything? Do you get anything that has a solid topology like that? I, I, I defer to you on matters of topology, John. Okay. (laughs) We've we've established this. On matters topological. I knew I'd I'd win you over to my side. (laughs) Is this going to be the schism that finally... (laughs) We can only hope. the, the The blind shade dichotomy. We can only hope. No, I think the schism is going to be the correct uh, way to abbreviate standard countertop position. Stan Cowpo. Stan Um, Stan Cowpo. You're such a 
fucking moron. That is wrong. Okay. That aside, obviously false. Um, I, I appreciate that we're calling this a trilogy. Panels three, four, five, and six of the trilogy. That is panel three of Tuesday and all of Wednesday. The window, like there's either, it's either a very small window or mm-hmm. there's a crossbar mm. near the bottom of the panel. Yeah. But on panel one of Thursday, yeah, either the window, the window got, has gotten taller yeah. or the this, crossbar is gone. Well, it's that extra inch. Yeah, yeah, it's the house that leaves situation. The house had to expand vertically to accommodate Jim Davis's signature. <laughs> you know what's weird, though? Like, Which is in panel John one Arbuckle today for some reason. John Arbuckle also got taller. Like, if the window got taller, so did John Arbuckle. Well, he's on stilts. Uh, yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> we just retcon that. <laughs> Stands to no, it's, it's, I mean, you can't see them because they're they're under they're off panel. You know? <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. He put on he put on stilts. Yeah. Panel two. John Arbuckle pulls the window shade down. Garfield falls. We have the onomatopoeia clunk and a big sort of um, explodey impact thing there on the bottom with two mi- small mushroom clouds to indicate some kind of <laughs> nuclear detonation. <laughs> Also, and some he, he, hair. Fell, he fell far too because keep mm-hmm. yeah. John is John Arbuckle is on stilts, so he could be <laughs> what like 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 fifteen fifteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Even I mean, without stilts, cats are notoriously shorter than human beings. Yeah. Looking, I mean, judging by the 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 impact um, anomaly, impact. whatever yeah. you call it. Um, I, it looks to me like he's he's hit he's striking it's a surface. Called a blast radius. The blast radius. Thank you. It looks to me like he's striking a surface that is just underneath. Like if you yeah. if you if you draw if you draw lines from the uh, the outside of that blast radius, you know, in uh-huh. into the uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. It's. Um, yeah. It seems like he didn't fall all the way to the floor. It's also a possibility that he could have fallen onto John, the onto the sill, I guess. Yeah, it's also possible that John, not being totally cruel, had uh, you know laid down a bed of flour um, prior <laughs> to dark yeah. out of the shade, and the mm. clouds we're seeing there um, are that's just coming seemed, up. That's very from, possible. Uh, from hmm. the bed. Um, now. Given so we don't think that Garfield landed on John's fully erect penis. No. Um, okay, I don't think we, that either. I think that, that would be weird. We, I mean, we we can't rule it. I mean, out. it does. Yeah, um, fully seems very extreme, John. <laughs> it could be partial. Like you don't know. So, so you're contending that John Arbuckle appears only part partially aroused. In I'm saying film. we don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so hashtag epistemology. <laughs> <laughs> so John, given what we know about, um, you know, it impacts in the Garfield universe uh, from from October sixes panel, um, you know, where where Garfield um, kills Odie, rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do you think Garfield has become a, a smoldering? Um, just a just a smoldering pile of uh, uh, of cat. Oh, Ethan, I'm I'm way ahead of you here. Um, 
I've already called up, I'll share my screen, I've called up the popular nuke map site and uh, <laughs> run a simulation oh, I love that site. of a nuclear detonation in um, the center of downtown Muncie, Indiana, which is where we presume that John Arbuckle lives. Now, I've run this simulation, uh, this will, I'm sure, be in show notes. Uh, this is the smallest U.S. bomb, nuclear bomb produced. It's a yield of 0.02 kilotons. Um, you're gonna, as you see there, the fireball radius is just 860 square meters, um, but the air blast hmm. radius, radius, um, wow, I mean that's gonna go all the way out. That's a hundred. That's a hundred kilometers, yeah. sixty meters. Boy, doesn't doesn't that doesn't that presume uh, thermal deton radiation detonation is go like all the way out at a certain a... altitude? Oh above, yeah, yeah. Or, or is that one of the variables that you're allowed to put? I think in? that that's one of the variables you're allowed okay. to choose. I believe. Oh, do you want me to open the advanced options? Is that what you're saying here? <laughs> I think it would be pretty. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. No, you're right, John. Um, I mean, we, we don't. Explain, we yes. have no idea what the wind speed is. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, we have this newspaper from uh -huh. today. I'm. Let's let's take a look at the weather forecast. So were you uh, wanting to see an airburst rather than a surface explosion? I'm just, I was that just asking questions. No, it looks to me like No, it's you're like right. It should be an airburst. Ethan pointed <laughs> out that, you know, it's very clear the impact was above the floor. So yeah, if John is on stilts, here, yeah. yeah, no, it, it mm -hmm. should be a few meters above yeah, the ground. and that, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm glad Ethan was here today yeah. because that really Thank does you. change things. As, as, as he pointed out, that totally changes the air blast radius. It's now... um. Uh, point one one square kilometers. Wow. So, uh, wow. yeah, there you that's go. That's I'm sure impressive. that'll be in show notes. Garfield has a, whew, cat's got a powerful impact. Yeah. On, on, you know, in, in a metaphorical sense and, uh, yeah. you know. Sociologically. So the Davy Crockett was, is that like a suitcase nuke or? Um, you know, I don't know. I I really don't know enough about the Davy Crockett. And, and like, what? <laughs> smallest it, U.S. How bomb is it? Ever how produced. is it that we can just assume that it's this that the nuclear bomb that we know uh -huh. is in John Arbuckle's house? Yep. Is the uh is is one of the smallest type ever? Well, because mm -hmm. the mushroom clouds in panel two are so small, John. So do we? Well, so I mean, we, yeah, but um, I mean, look like at a... those. Look at John. Look yes, at those mushroom clouds. I agree clouds. that the mushroom clouds are small. Look at those small. mushroom clouds. So if we, you if, can't, you if, can't possibly be be telling me that that's like a Topol SS twenty five with an eight hundred kiloton yield. That would be insane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So all, we, all right. I'm convinced. So if we if we can't classify it, maybe we should just create a new category. Um, we could call this mm. one. Uh, GUI Garfield upon impact. That that seems fair. Yeah, I think that seems like the uh, the wisest thing to do here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we should probably get in a fight about which acronym. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, panel three. John Arbuckle looks down at um, the smoldering crater where Garfield. Um, you know, what what do you call it? Uh, What's it called? The, the impact zero crater? Zone impact. You know, the... Ground zero? Ground zero. John Arbuckle looks <laughs> down upon ground zero. No, 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 zero. no. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Time out. Okay, time out, time out. Can, can we stipulate that in 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 the Being Jim Davis universe, we we use the term zero zone? 
Yeah, no, I think for that's that phenomenon, fair. In the I, think first, I like that better. Yeah, zero zone, <laughs> zero zone is good. John Arbuckle <laughs> stares with empty eyes. Sorry, sorry guys, zone. I got a little, I got disconnected there for a second. You're good. Um, oh, n- yeah, no worries. Oh, um, so yeah, um, I think I might have gotten cut off there, but we, we were measuring um, Garfield's um, potential impact, right? Um, I, I, I propose yeah. um, calling this one GUI, one Garfield mm-hmm. impact. One graphical user interface. <laughs> it seems fair, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's panel two. Yeah, so uh, we're in the third panel now. Um, mm-hmm. John has switched out his stilts for a taller set of stilts. <laughs> Wait, and yet the no, window think, has no, got the, even the, taller. The, no, the camera, the camera pans down a little bit. What's happening here? Okay, I guess I guess no, that's one way to read camera, it. Camera, camera. Whatever. Down. I guess we can all have our own interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the beauty of comics, folks. <laughs> I thought you were a Garfield literalist, John. I, oh, yeah, that's right. I am a Garfield fundamentalist. All right, Garfield clunk after detonating. Um, mm-hmm. We, John we, is staring down into these what we've agreed to call these zero zones. <laughs> the and same. he looks like a man staring into the zero zone. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying, G, comma, is there anything I can do for you? To which Garfield responds, in thought, mm-hmm. notify your next of kin. Which is fair. That's that's good advice. Uh the amount of radiation oh, yeah. Yeah, that John's dead. body has absorbed, <laughs> he is going to be dead within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. This, and that's the Garfield. This, this is the next Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, uh, um, yeah, ground zero. You guys it. read that Jeffrey Lewis book, <laughs> the 2020, 2020 Commission Report? Great book. I have not. I have not. Actually. Oh, you guys are missing out. Oh. No, I'll, I'll read it before he comes on to the show. He is really dragging his feet. Um, perhaps because we have not invited him. It's hard to know. Ah, so this this concludes um, the Shade slash Blind trilogy, Burrito <laughs> Cat trilogy, <laughs> Garfield Nuke trilogy. Um. And there are no more Garfields after this. this, is, this is, because so, Muncie, it's like downtown Muncie is like a, an unlivable wasteland now. Yeah, no, it's true. See, Jim Day, Garfield was, oh, mm, this actually recontextualizes um, October 6th's strip. Garfield yeah. was destroying Odie um, because he didn't want him to die slowly of radiation poisoning. Makes mm. sense. Yeah, Garfield, Garfield was... was giving Odie, uh, performing a kind of mercy. Mm -hmm. Tune in tomorrow for (laughs) strip one of Beneath the Planet of the Garfields. (laughs) We discover a race of irradiated mutant rats who worship a giant lasagna. And boy, do they hate Mondays. (laughs) Thank you for listening and good night. Actually, Chris, Beneath the Planet of the Apes is the one where the planet blows up at the end. So actually, you want to say escape from the planet of the Garfield. Isn't Beneath the Planet of the Apes the one where the you have to, like those 
hyper evolved people who are working yeah. the bomb. Yeah, yeah but then That's the, the bomb, I mean. but then the bomb blows up. Oh, so, I see. What you're so mean. what you're saying is, what you're saying is that, that Garfield, uh, Normal, and Odie, after this, end up in a, a, a spaceship and go back in time. I'm not to, sure that's what I'm saying. I don't know. The Middle Ages? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? That's, that's the third one. And Garfield has a chainsaw. <laughs> yes. That's it. Ah. Uh, Alright. And a boomstick. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and good night. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Alright, good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.